Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to worship on this Pentecost Sunday. I did not put a reminder in our email on Friday, but today would have been an ideal day to wear red. Our choir's got it. Oh, wait, those are your robes. <laughs> this is the day that we celebrate the Holy Spirit, and I am so excited that everyone is here in worship in person and online on this June 5th. It is the third holiest Sunday of the Christian year, the Sunday that is observed in the sharing of the Holy Spirit and was considered the birth of the church. Alleluia. We are so glad that you decided to join us in worship. As you know, we are worshiping online and in person, and we encourage you to find what works for you on a given week. We love to see you here, but if you're more comfortable at home, we recognize that you need to do what's best for you and your family, but please let us know that you are worshiping in whatever capacity you are so that we can celebrate together and feel like we're connected as a family of faith. Masks are recommended, but they're not required. Many of us choose not to wear masks, and some of us do. Let's just honor whatever everyone's choices are and recognize that each of us is in a different situation. I attended a memorial service yesterday outdoors where someone was wearing a mask because their spouse just had surgery a couple days ago. I understand that decision and I support that decision. So whatever you choose, please know that we support you in the process. There's a few quick reminders that I have for you for ministry before we go forward. Pastor Walt and I donated the flowers today in celebration of Pentecost. I love how Vinia put together the uh, colors that represent the flames of the Holy Spirit. Today, after worship, we have our confirmation celebration. There are four youth that are being confirmed over at the Thousand Oaks United Methodist Church this week, and one youth being confirmed at the St. Matthew's United Methodist Church next week who went through confirmation with me. And today we're receiving Katie Comparado into membership who went through confirmation at a United, another United Methodist Church. If this does not talk about the connectionalism of our annual conference and what it means to be a United Methodist, I don't know what does. But this is a way that celebrates the fact that we're all connected together and we're all working to build one another up as the body of Christ. So I'm telling you all of that because there's a confirmation celebration at Thousand Oaks at noon that you're invited to attend. If you want to join us, you have just enough time to leave here, go to the store, get your salad, sides, or appetizers, and meet us there. <laughs> See, it's perfect. So we hope that you'll join us. These youth are phenomenal, and I hope that you have a chance to get to know them. Uh, so with that... Uh, I want to remind you that there is CPR classes on tomorrow, after, or tomorrow evening and Wednesday afternoon. If you're interested, it costs $25. Reach out to the office if you're interested in signing up for one of these classes. Next Sunday, our LGBTQI affinity group will be meeting at 11 a.m. in the Bishop Kennedy Room. Anyone who is interested in joining that group is invited to come and connect and celebrate and be together as, as a group that supports one another. As it says on the sign, all are welcome. This summer, we have several events for the children of our church. We have Pizzazz the last full week of July. We have, last I heard, 
About 30 kids registered. Carol. 32 kids. We went up since the last time I spoke to Carol. There is more space for children. Please, if you have children or grandchildren who are kindergarten through ninth grade, you are invited to sign them up to participate in this amazing program that helps our children learn more about music. And then the following week, from Sunday to Thursday evening at St. Matthew's United Methodist Church, we have Vacation Bible School. The registration is now up and running, and the, there's also a registration for, for volunteering. So I will send that out this week if you're interested in helping us make this possible, or if you have children to send to this program as well, we would love to have you participate in that Vacation Bible School experience. I think that covers all of our announcements. So talking about today's worship service, we are going to pivot from the Traveler's Tale sermons that we've heard over the last month to take a good look forward toward the horizon of faith, church, and life. As we celebrate Pentecost, we seek to discern where the Spirit is leading us and how we might work more effectively with the Spirit for the betterment of our own lives and our faith family. We have individuals with us this morning who are joining their spiritual journeys with those who are already here, further beautifying the tapestry of our membership and living into the aspiration of our church's future. It will be a great worship service. So let us take a moment to center ourselves in preparation for that worship. Please stand as you are able and join together in our call to worship. On this Pentecost Sunday, we call once again for God to release the Spirit in powerful and in life-transforming ways. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come anew to us and inspire us. Touch us again and strengthen us for the challenges that we face. Fill our lives to overflowing for God's purposes and our betterment. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Let's sing.
Let us pray. God of wind, word, and light, we bless your name this special day for sending the inspiration and strength of your Holy Spirit upon us. We give you thanks for the fruit of the Spirit in our lives and for the opportunity we have gained for clarity of purpose and courage of resolve, to be people of peace and justice, of mercy and forgiveness, trust and hope, to be people who simply let love lead in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. time in our worship service where I have the opportunity to talk to the children of our church. You guys are doing a good job at flanking the back rows of worship today. And I want to invite you guys to sing happy birthday with me. Ready? One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday church. Happy birthday to you. Wonderful job. Thank you everyone for joining in. I realized I invited you to sing happy birthday and I didn't tell you who we were singing happy birthday to, but you guys went along really well. If it was my mother-in-law, she would have just said happy birthday, happy birthday, and like left out who we were singing happy birthday to. That's another way to, to edit it if you need to. But we are celebrating the birthday of the church today. Do you guys know why? Mark and Maya, you're not allowed to respond. Okay, now you're allowed to respond. Yes, sir. Okay, go further than that. Why is it the church's birthday? Why are you wearing red? What? Oh, there we go, because it's Pentecost. Pentecost is considered the birthday of the church. It's the day in which the Spirit came down from heaven and was given to everyone that believed that they might be able to experience that connection with God that Jesus had, that we know that God lives in us. That day, they talk about the flames of the Holy Spirit coming down and resting upon each person and it feeling like winds blowing through the room because it was just so powerful. That day, the disciples who were still meeting together went out in the community and started talking about who God was and who Jesus was and how the world was transformed by that love from God. And in their talking, everyone who was gathered, regardless of what language they spoke, understood what these people were saying. 
And they went from somewhere between 120 people or so, probably a little bit more because they didn't count the women, 120 people to thousands of people who believed in Jesus and who became a part of the movement, who became a part of the church. So on Pentecost, we celebrate that we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and we rejoice in the fact that so many people came to understand God that day. And I hope that as we celebrate the church and the birthday of the church this day, we might look for how God is moving in our lives and how we might experience the Holy Spirit today. Will you guys join me in a moment of prayer? <laughs> Let's take a moment to talk to God. Dear God, thank you for today. Thank you for yesterday. And thank you for all of our tomorrows. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for sending the Holy Spirit. Happy birthday to the church. Amen. All right, you guys, you can head off to Sunday school. And as the children go off to Sunday school, I'd like to invite those that are joining the church to come forward forward. So how do you like that phrasing? Present, past, future. Come on down. We're, we're talking shop here about phrases. Welcome, welcome. Simone is coming from over there. Here comes Katie. All right. Welcome. Glad you are here too. We're Taking some people into membership, it's an exciting day to do that on Pentecost because we are talking about the birth of the church, and this is the ongoing rebirth of the church. Each time we take new people into membership, we affirm what God is doing, the good that God is doing in people's lives, and uh, more than potentially, actually, in the life of the church. So we celebrate. So you may know some of them already. Um, Katie, you helped raise. So you probably know her pretty well. Uh, the others may be somewhat new faces to you unless you um, have met them from other occasions of being here in worship or, or singing. So I'm going to give them each a chance to just say a word or two about themselves so that they can uh, self-identify and you can get a sense of who they are so that when after worship, if, if you can come out with Rachel and I and, and be outside the sanctuary for uh, a few minutes people will get a chance to greet you, and they'll go, oh, so you're the young one. <laughs> Might have been hard to tell, but they'll think it's you, right? So here, hold the mic. It should work. Does it work? Is it on? All right. Who are you? Hi, my name is Katie. I'm 12 years old, and I like to dance. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Pass the mic. Okay. I'm Simone. Um, I sing in the choir. And I've done so off and on for many years with Gloria, who has been a very amazing figure in my life, knowing her through my mother, who used to attend here, Norma Miara. And um, I celebrate with all of you today, having me here from past North Hollywood Methodist, that's where I grew up, um, to here, and meeting all these beautiful friends again, like my friend Katie. Um, We're glad you're with Thanks. us. Thanks, you, Simone. Great. Go ahead, Andrew. 
Hi, I'm uh, Andrew Van Pernis. Uh, I am a project manager at DreamWorks Animation, so I apologize for all those animated movies your kids or grandkids make Don't you watch apologize. over and over and over. Uh, but my teams are basically uh, write the software that puts all that stuff on awesome. screen. Uh, but more importantly, I'm uh, Heidi's husband, so I'll hand it over to Heidi. All right. Hello, my name is Heidi Giddy Van Pernis. Andrew and I are originally from the Midwest. We were about 18 years in California. We used to vote here, and now we worship here. So now it's full circle. Thank you so much for inviting us. We're uh, refugees from other churches. We're glad you're with us. Good morning. I'm Linda Northrup, and um, I'm a retired attorney, and I'm on, currently on the Agora Hill City Council. And um, although many of you may not know me, I'm really feel like I know all of you, because um, I just want to say a thank you. And that is, uh, two months after the pandemic started, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And we didn't really have a faith community. We kind of were itinerant believers and just wandered around visiting a lot of churches. And I reached out to Walt. And the prayers, the cards, people stepped up and brought meals and food. Um, I successfully battled breast cancer. I'm now cancer-free and praying that God will keep it that way for the rest of my life, long life. But this church has meant so much to us as a place to find that support when out of the blue we were you know, kind of knocked to the side with something very unexpected. So I just want to say thank you and we are thrilled to be joining this faith family. Amen. This is my husband. <laughs> Good morning, I'm David Schluter and more importantly I am Linda's husband. Uh, and supporter. I also want to thank everybody for the, the kind words, prayers, thoughts, supporting Linda and I during her cancer treatment. Um, I also am a recovering attorney. Um, <laughs> so I do belong to AA Attorneys Anonymous. And I am currently a, a mediator. Um, so I help people get through issues and come to a conclusion and a resolution instead of fight one side against the other. Uh, I was born and raised in a small farming community in Illinois and I was raised in the Methodist Church. I was baptized in the Methodist Church and now I'm back after a long period of not attending. So well, we are glad thank you and I'm glad to be here. We are glad that Wonderful. you are here and um, let's hope that we don't have to put your talents to work. <laughs> but if we do, right, go. if we do, Excellent. you're here. Thank you. Well, I have the very important question to ask everyone. As members of Christ Universal Church, will you be loyal to the United Methodist Church and do all in your power to strengthen its ministry faithfully by participating in its ministries with your prayers, presence, gifts, service, and witness? If so, say, I will. Congregation, as the tech people bring up on our screen a response for us, I'm the one. Uh, let's have you all be the all. And let us welcome our new members among us. Members of the household of God, I commend these persons to your love and care. Do all in your power to increase their faith, confirm their hope, and perfect them in love. Christian love, as members together with you in the body of Christ, and in this congregation of the United Methodist Church, we renew our covenant faithfully to participate in the ministries of the church by our prayers, 
our presence, our gifts, and our service. That in everything, God may be glorified. In Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Let's welcome them to the church. Blessings to you too. Glad that you are with us. Blessings. 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 Glad you are with us. center ourselves and go to God in prayer. We pray, holy God, that you hear the stirrings of our spirits, the yearnings of our minds and the hopes of our hearts. We pray for your touch in our lives in a special way today on this Pentecost Sunday. Renew us in our faith and in our resolve to make a difference for your love that pulses through us and emanates out into those around us. And so we would begin our time of prayer with recognizing that there are times when we're not that hip to that and we look away from people in need or we say words that are harmful. There are times in which we are more reflective of our fallen nature than of the higher one that you aspire us to embrace. And so we would take a moment in private words of confession. May your grace wash us clean and lift us up to walk better in your love. We pray for those around us who are struggling with physical and and mental health issues, people with troubled relationships and, and uncertain employment. For however it is that our neighbor feels ill at ease or discomfort, we would pray, Lord God, for your assistance in their lives. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. We particularly think this morning again, as we do each week, of Kathy Drake and her husband Ken as they battle with life in the light of cancer. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. And we add now, Bill, not off among those who is figuring out how to go forward with cancer diagnosis. Oh Lord, hear our prayer. For David Graydon's nephew Greg and his family over Greg's diagnosis of stage four pancreatic cancer, we pray that you would be with that family and strengthen them for 
whatever it is that lies ahead. And we also pray for Evelyn Rogers and her loving family that surround her as, as she awaits uh, how to figure out the treatment path for her with her ovarian cyst, with other things that are now cropping up as being problematic for her. We pray in, the, in Dave's family and Evelyn's family, we pray for your spirit to make itself known and to help these dear hearts find their way forward. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for, for Madeline. Paul Giberson's wife, who is recovering from hip replacement surgery. We pray that uh, these upcoming days and weeks go well for her and she regains her uh, mobility and vitality. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. And we lift our prayers again for the Albertson family who celebrated Lynn's life yesterday. May they and may all the others who have suffered loss during these pandemic times of, of loved ones, may they be comforted in their ongoing grief and find their way forward to an embracing of life. O oh Lord, hear our prayers. And we think again, Lord God, of the apparent cancer in our society. For those who have lost loved ones, are suffering trauma, or are grieving the, the state of our nation with so frequent gun violence. As this Sunday, now we think about those who have died in Philadelphia. We need clarity and we need moral conviction. We need your help to put away this violence. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We think of folk and, and, and groups that have had good experiences this week. We, we celebrate our, our nursery school, the growing place here on campus who have had a, a wonderful carnival yesterday with a great turnout and a lot of fun. We think of the, uh, the joy in those families who have confirmands and the, uh, the good outcome of our Conejo Connect. We give you thanks, Lord God, for these moments of joy that we think of. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for our church as it continues in ministry through these challenging times. We ask your help in maintaining our effectiveness and vitality. May the good that we do be pleasing in your sight and bring fruit. We pray this all in the name of your Holy Son, joining in the prayer he taught. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Join me in a moment of prayer. 
awesome and almighty God, we greet you this day with praise and thanksgiving in awe of the ways in which your spirit flows around us, emboldening us, inspiring us, inviting us to be your movement in the world. God of wind and fire, embolden us this day to receive your power. Help us to proclaim the wondrous things that you have done and continue to do in our lives. Give us strength and courage to share the good news of your love and your presence. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable unto you, O Lord. Amen. Are you guys ready? Ready to take a leap of faith? Ready to welcome the Holy Spirit fully into your heart and to live in the world as people who are on fire with God's love? Are you ready? I don't think you are. Are you ready? Okay, there we go. I know that I said that this is the third most holy day in the Christian year, and Walt and I have gone back and forth on this, but this is my favorite day of the Christian year. This is my favorite day because we are reminded that we all have received the Holy Spirit. We all have direct connection to God, and we are all inspired and empowered to live in the world as God's ambassadors. I have a lot to say, but I think that we should start with the scripture as probably our foundation. So I'm going to invite Jeannie Severance to come forward and share that scripture with us. Our first scripture today is from the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 24, 14, 16, 17. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues, as of fire, appeared among them, and the tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages, as the Spirit gave them ability. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. No, this is what was spoken to the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Our next scripture is from John chapter 14, verses 15 through 17. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The spirit of truth an advocate to be with us forever. I love it. I, I, I'm a Holy Spirit junkie, I admit it. Um, I think that, that the Spirit is such a great blessing in our lives and to take the moment to look back and to see how the Spirit is working on us and in us and through us is something that we can do on a daily basis to live our faith as boldly and profoundly as we are invited to. 
In, in the scripture, the first scripture lesson that Jeannie read to us, she talked about the fact that they started speaking in languages other than their own. As they went out into the community to speak, they were speaking to people from many different regions who spoke many different languages. And to be able to communicate within one another across language barriers and cultural divides was so impressive and so inspiring and one that really intrigues me in a lot of different ways. And then I came across this prayer entitled, Come Holy Spirit by Tyler Mayfield. And it talks about language in a slightly different way, but really, really got me thinking. The prayer goes like this. Come Holy Spirit, witness to us also in our many languages. Come in the language of our need. Let us hear how our deepest hungers, desires, and aspirations can be filled by your goodness. In the language of our fear, speak in the language of our fear. Let us know how our worries about the future, about each other, about ourselves, can find rest in your care. Speak in the language of our gratitude. Let us hear how our honest thanks relates you relates to us, not only to those whom, li- whom mm, relates us, not only to those with whom we live, but also to you, the Lord and giver of life, and indeed to the whole world. Speak to us in the language of hope. Let us hear how our deepest yearning and our expectations are not just wishful thinking, but responses to your promises. We talk about languages being just the different dialects that we speak, but depending on where we're at at a given moment, the language in which we speak is different. Some of us are living in the world and moving in the world in such a way because we are in great need. Other times we are living in the world out of fear and the ways that we respond to others and the ways that we interact is based on that anxiety and fear that we have. Some of us live out of gratitude and we look for the blessings all around us, even in the midst of hardship, even in the midst of hard times. And some of us live in the world with hope, seeking the promise of a new day, recognizing the ways in which God is active in our lives and seeking for those promises to be made real. The Holy Spirit is our inspiration, is what brings us into the world, brings us into connection, and gives us the ability to live out God's message. The Holy Spirit is that little nudging on the back of our, on, on, on our, our hackles, is that the right word? Uh, where all of a sudden we just have this idea and we're like, something's going on, I need to pay attention. The Holy Spirit is there when we're in conversation with someone and we have this amazing revelatory aha moment. The Holy Spirit is in each and every interaction that we have. It's just a question as to whether or not we are attuned to it. If we allow ourselves to be open to it and we allow ourselves to be moved and compelled by the Spirit. In the second scripture that Jeannie read for us, it talks about God sending us an advocate or the paraclete. And that advocate is one who lives with us here and now. I've always wondered if I was the only person that thought about 
the gift of the Holy Spirit being the reminder that God is with us each and every moment. And I found a writing by Meta Stamper, who talks about the Spirit is another advocate who dwells in us as the Father dwells in the Son and Jesus dwelled in the world. When the physical presence of Jesus was no longer available, still the way, the truth, and the life are in us. The Holy Spirit is the reminder that while God created us and Jesus saved us, that God is always with us, God is always guiding us, that we have that support, we have that advocate, we have that guide who will help us. And it is the spirit of truth. And when we connect to that truth, we recognize how we are invited to live in the world as people of love, how we know that Jesus told us time and again to love one another. When we love Jesus, we live in love, and the Spirit will be available to guide us in the life of love. It is such a great gift. Stamper says, Stamper says that the good news of the Holy Spirit suggests, or the good news of the Holy Spirit suggests are the ways we live into the fullness of the life of the Spirit, who is breathed over us, dwells in us, advocates for us, and flows through us to the world in witnessing love. How do we witness to God's love? How do we take the leap of faith to respond to the gifts that God has given to us? How do we say yes and respond and stay centered in that place? Sometimes it's hard. I'm going to be honest. Sometimes it's difficult. But I got to tell you, if I didn't have the Holy Spirit over the last month, I'm not sure if I would be sitting here with you guys or standing here with you guys right now because it was a doozy of a month for the Tabutal family. But every step along the way, I knew that God was with me. I knew that the Spirit was giving me inspiration, giving me those moments where I went, I have no clue how we're going to get all of the things on our calendar taken care of and drive back and forth to Woodland Hills three times today. And somehow it all came together. And it was because I just regularly turned to God and said, okay, Lord, if this is meant to happen, you'll make it happen. Open the doors and give me the insight to see how it will happen. And sometimes I had to let go of what I wanted to see the bigger picture. And sometimes the things that I was hoping to have happen did come to fruition. But it was because I was willing to sit in the peace that the Spirit gave me to know that regardless of those outcomes, that we would be okay. The Spirit gives us peace. The Spirit gives us inspiration. The Spirit emboldens us to live in the world in ways that can transform it. We take those ideas and live them into reality. You guys have heard us sing this song on past Pentecost because this is my favorite Pentecost song. Um, it's called Spirit of, Gentle- Spirit, Spirit of Gentleness. And it talks about in the refrain how there's a spirit of gentleness that blows through the wilderness calling and free. A spirit that's gentle that calls us. And then there's a spirit of restlessness that stirs us from placidness. I like the idea that the spirit is both things. The spirit gives us peace, gives us calm, calls us and inspires us, but also sometimes makes us uncomfortable. Sometimes the spirit says to us, you know, this is not 
the way that God wants the world to be. And I'm giving this idea to you so that you might be the person who works to make the change needed, so that you might be inspired in such a way that you live differently. And through the choices that you make, the words that you say, and the actions you do, you work to bring about that kingdom. That spirit works on us and in us and through us each and every day if we take the leap of faith to say yes to God. Speak to me, I'm listening. I recognize that that's scary because sometimes when we say those words, we might go places that we never thought were possible. But those might just be the places that we need. And if we can sit in that place of peace, knowing that God is with us even in the midst of, of tumultuous times, we approach the world differently. The final verse of Spirit, Spirit of Gentleness says, you call from tomorrow, you break ancient schemes. From the bondage of sorrow, the captives dream dreams. Your women see vision, our men clear their eyes. With the bold new decisions, your people arise. I love that God is calling us from tomorrow. God sees what is possible, and God says, my people, work to make this change. Work to be the people that live inspired and emboldened with the Spirit so that you might be just what we need for a time such as this. Uh, Bishop Woody White, back in... 2000, no, that says 19, Rachel, 1996, at the General Conference in Denver, Colorado, ended conference this way. He said, and now may the Lord torment you. May the Lord keep, you, keep before you the faces of the hungry, the lonely, the rejected, and the despised. May the Lord afflict you with the pain of, for the hurt, the wounded, the oppressed, the abused, the victims of violence. May God grace you with agony, a burning thirst for justice and righteousness. May the Lord give you courage and strength and compassion to make ours a better world, to make your community a better community, to make your church a better church. And may you do your best to make it so. And after you have done your best, may the Lord grant you peace. This speaks so well of who we are trying to be and how, how we try to live in the world. Sometimes it's in those places where our hearts ache and we want to cry tears and we see the grief of others that we choose to address problems before us. We choose to live in ways that can transform, that can make changes, that we can have courage and strength and compassion to make our world, our communities, and our churches a better place. I hope that for each and every one of the confirmands that was received into Thousand Oaks this day and across many churches across the world, and whatever day they are received into membership, and those that were received into membership today, that you know that the Spirit is with you, that your church is behind you, and that we want to work together to make this world a better place, that we want to live as people emboldened by the Spirit, that we are people who take the leap of faith to be in relationship with God and to go where God leads us. Amen?
you are invited to uh, share of your financial resources, just as you are invited to pray, to serve, to witness, to be present. All of that which you heard in the membership vow is the ways by which we make real our faith through this community of faith. During this time of the service, we focus on that connection with God and what God might be prompting us to do with the resources that God has provided us. You'll see ways by which you can donate financially to the church on the screen. We invite you to think of finances as one of the ways, one of the group of resources that God has given you to bring and to empower God's ministry in our must and to share of those resources, the whole of them, as best you can to make this be a place where the will of God unfolds.
Now is the time in our worship service where we transition into Holy Communion. If you did not stop by the uh, table on the way in and don't have your elements, you may go to grab some now. Otherwise, if you're at home and you don't have your elements, we encourage you to find some, some juice and some bread to participate in communion. Please join me in prayer. All praise, all thanks are rightly yours, living Lord. In the beginning, your spirit moved over the face of the waters, and when we were formed from the dust of the earth, you breathed into us the breath of life. When we resisted and grieved you, your spirit came upon the prophets and teachers, anointing them to speak your word. In the fullness of time, you gave us your son, Jesus Christ, to be for us the way, the truth, and the life. At his baptism in the Jordan, your spirit descended upon him and anointed him as your beloved son. With your spirit upon him, he turned away the temptation of sin, proclaimed justice to all people, and brought good news to the poor, release to the captives, sight to the blind, and freedom to the oppressed. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, ate with sinners, and won for you a new people by water and the Spirit. By the baptism of his death and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant. At his ascension, you proclaimed him to sit at your right hand. You exalted him to sit at your right hand, where, according to his promise, he is with us always, baptizing us with the Holy Spirit and with fire as on the day of Pentecost. Therefore, with your people in all ages and with the company of heaven, we join in the song of unending praise. Holy, 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 holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Truly holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. On the night he offered himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup And again, he gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this, all of you. For this is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of all your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we ask you to accept this, our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, which we offer in union with Christ's sacrifice for us. Send the power of your Holy Spirit on us and on these gifts that in the breaking of this bread, the drinking of this cup, we may know the presence of the living Christ, be renewed as his body, and grow into his likeness. Through him, with him, in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God. 
now and forever. Amen. blessing to you. God's Spirit goes out before us and beckons us forward. Let's partner with the Spirit and work with God to 
be a blessing to our community and help to shape God's kingdom here on earth. I want to remind you that if you are interested, you're welcome to join us at the confirmation celebration at United Methodist Church, Thousand Oaks. We'd invite you to greet the new members of the church on the patio immediately after service and to consider attending the LGBTQIA group next Sunday after worship. But first, hear these words. Rooted in love, nurtured in love, go forth to love. Confident that the God who created you in love, the Christ who meets you with love, and the Holy Spirit who inspires you to love goes with you each and every day. Amen. Amen.